the United States has always been an empire in denial. This is one of the main findings of my new book, uh, Designs on Empire, America's Rise to Power in the Age of European Imperialism, published by Columbia University Press. My name's Andrew Priest, and I work in the Department of History at the University of Essex in the UK. Uh, and the book focuses on a key period in the history of the United States, uh, immediately after the American Civil War, so the 1860s, 1870s, and 1880s. And it examines um, how the United States understood empires, that is how elites viewed the European imperial powers, their governments and people, and how they established and maintained uh, control and rule over people around the world. There are a couple of reasons for doing this. Uh, firstly, um, because this was the age of uh, European high imperialism at the end of the 19th century when um, the European powers carved up large areas uh, of the globe. Uh, but it was also a time when the United States uh, was um, rising in terms of its um, economic and diplomatic power. And this culminated in 1898 uh, with its war uh, against Spain uh, when it ended up taking uh, effective control of Cuba, the Philippines and other uh, territories as well. There's been a huge amount of focus on this uh, because the United States became a, a colonial empire uh, as a result of it. But the book actually attempts to look away from 1898 to understand uh, how uh, the United States became an empire, particularly through its relationship with the other colonial empires of the day. In particular, I wanted to explore uh, the tensions in the ways that uh, many American leaders uh, saw the United States as being different from uh, these European empires, despite its own expansionism and annihilation of uh, Native American cultures and peoples. Uh, the US did think of itself as being different, but it also often admired the ways that other empires uh, operated, and especially if they believed uh, that these empires brought order uh, and uh, what they often termed civilization uh, to other areas of the world. And this concept of civilization was especially important because they believed that it was bringing Western values, cultures and practices, and that these uh, values, cultures and practices were better than those that were found in many areas of the Americas, uh, Asia and Africa. The way I um, organized the book is to look at a number of imperial moments uh, of change and, uh, and, uh, and development. Uh, I look at um, uh, France in Mexico in the 1860s when they attempted to install an emperor there, the so-called Ten Years' War in Cuba where um, uh, Cubans uh, rebelled against uh, Spanish colonial rule. I look at British intervention uh, in Egypt when Egypt was under the nominal control of the Ottoman Empire. And I look at the European powers um, interference in Africa as a result of the uh, so-called um, Berlin-Congo conference of the mid-1880s. Um, what I find in all of this is that uh, there was opposition to um, many forms of empire uh, in the United States, especially when they encroached on the uh, growing US sphere of influence um, and the threats to the so-called Monroe Doctrine, uh, and especially when um, these um, imperial uh, entities engaged in um, extreme forms of uh, violence and control. But there was also a grudging admiration for what they often saw as uh, effective and efficient forms of rule. And this is important for our uh, understanding of uh, modern and contemporary American power. Firstly, I think because the United States has always been an empire in denial, uh, 
it needs to kind of recognize this, um, that uh, it thinks of itself as being different from European empires, but of course it has also always been intimately linked with them. And ultimately that some uh, belief in some uh, interference um, being necessary uh, is, uh, is an important part of uh, the uh, American ethos and has guided uh, so much of, um, of what it has done uh, in the 20th and 21st centuries. So I think this sets and explains uh, much of the context for contemporary American foreign policy. As the uh, United States continues uh, to face threats and challenges around the world, the continued fallout from uh, the uh, military engagement, the long-term military engagement in, in Afghanistan, uh, as it uh, currently faces dilemmas over what to do uh, about Russian designs uh, on Ukraine. And all of this amidst the rise of another imperial power uh, in the form of China. Um, the uh, importance of the uh, United States understanding uh, its relationship with empire uh, and how it's um, had to confront uh, other empires over the course of its history will, I think, ultimately help it to better understand um, its place in the world and perhaps even um, uh, perform better in terms of, of its foreign policy today.